Hello, we're back. Um, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or good day, wherever you're listening. <laughs> Today is a special day. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. It's the day after Arsenal beat Wolves. <laughs> and, no, I'm joking. We have the um, president of the Federalist Society on today, don't we? It's Jessica. We do. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's all right, any time. <laughs> We've wanted to guest on for a while, haven't we? And we thought, kind of, we're better to mm-hmm. start. Um, we, were kind of, we were talking about um, getting more, like, female representation on the pod and getting more listeners involved. And, yeah, we just shot the Feminist Society an email and... You're the president, aren't you? I am the president. Um, yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you, how you kind of got into the society? Um, so, I've not actually been a member of Femtop for very long. I went on my year abroad last year, and because of COVID and everything, it was like a good way to still be involved with uni and stuff, because yeah. all the meetings were on Zoom. Mm. So oh, I just like got involved, like my mate was on committee, and yeah. then this next year I was going to run for committee, um, doing her job actually, she was like the social media rep. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And then she was like, Jessica, why don't you for president? I was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds all right. And then, yeah, here I am. I've got a great committee and it's, it is a lot of fun. And we've got like so many members, which is crazy. It's like near 150 now. Really, that's really um, good. Yeah. yeah, it's been such good turnout. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's good. It's a good time. What's kind of like the, obviously it's the feminist side, but what's kind of like the male, is there a lot, do you have a lot of male members? Um, we have a few regular. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of people who do business. Oh, that's good. That you'll know who come yeah. quite a lot. Um, but we try to, like, get more men involved in the conversation mm. of feminism. So, um, specifically around, like, with sports teams. So we did a big talk to the rugby club and yeah. the cricket club about um, consent, which is pretty good. Like, that was massive turnout. And there's a lot of engagement, to be fair, but, like... It's to sustain the engagement, but that's mm. with with everyone. Like when the term picks up and it gets busier, it's harder for people yeah, to commit yeah. to come and thing. But we don't say you have to come to the meetings every week. No. Like it's just mm. do whatever you want. So what, um, like on a weekly basis, what are you sort of doing? Or like you obviously said that you work with the sports teams and put things on for them. But like, what other things have you done sort of since you've been president for the society? Um, so we have a meeting every Tuesday, Tuesday evening, which wasn't the arts hour this year. They're in the diamond this semester, sorry. Um, and it's basically a different feminist topic. A couple of the committee members make a presentation and then we just chat about it. Um, so what have the meetings been? We've had so many. Um, literally can't think off the top of my head. <laughs> That's cool, that is, that people make presentations and then like you discuss. Yeah, it's, it is fun. I love like chatting in front of people. Mm. But it is a lot of like effort to make the presentation because obviously mm. there's so much to go Yeah, for thing. sure. Um, so this semester I'm trying to do a couple less because I've got to actually like do my dissertation. Do, do work, yeah. Because <laughs> that exists. Um, but no, it is. I'm really excited for this semester. Good. Um, we know that like a lot of our audience is male based. Mm-hmm. So like we're like quite excited today about kind of learning a bit more, just talking a bit more freely about this kind of um, topic. So one question I want to ask you is. Um, Oh, what was it? <laughs> no, that was, Cracking no, question. Must have been a burning question, <laughs> no, Fish. No, I didn't have it. Um, I, you know, I've got it written down. Yeah, get it up. Get, get it. Get your name out, yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. Can't remember what it was. It's because you don't have the headphones on. You've sort of I feel a bit out of place without yeah. headphones. I'm not right there. Anyway, no, it was. Please, I watched this thing from Emma Watson. She kind of The question to her was something like, um, why are a lot of men scared of the word feminism 
or yeah. why do they see why do they see that kind of movement or term in a negative way? Like, is there kind of to be honest, I don't know yeah. because there isn't like a defining reason that like men shouldn't be involved in a movement that is for the equality of like everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and feminism as a cause since its foundations, which who can pinpoint its foundations, but it's gone through a lot of different waves. Um, and different waves have like brought about different motivations for reasons of wanting equality. Mm. And I think a lot of the time that can kind of get misconstrued to people that maybe don't really understand the movement, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but the fundamentals of feminism is that it's seeking equality um, by dismantling the patriarchy, mm. yeah. which is um, like the social structure that means that men, typically white um, cisgendered men, are of like ultimate power, and that has like like if that's dismantled, that'll have incredible effects for everyone, but also those men that are in those um, high positions because. Mm. Like being in those high positions brings about traits of masculinity that are like bad for people's mental health. Toxic masculinity, exactly. almost, isn't it? Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you discussed a few weeks, the whole Movember cause, um, and like you trying to destigmatize, like um, around male mental health, mm. that's all comes hand in hand with the feminist cause of wanting to dismantle yeah. patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. if that was more on people's psyche, mm. then I think that's a way of rooting in men to like want to get involved in these conversations yeah definitely yeah because yeah, i think it's the as you say like the men at the top it's often says like alpha male um like characters who yeah as you say like just demonstrate a lot of toxic traits that yeah. aren't representative of the rest of the male population also and then that kind of comes in hand i think they possibly maybe perceive feminism as a, as a more like a, a radical thing yeah because obviously there is like the radical form of feminism isn't there but um that's that's not really the main point. That's not the main point of it, is it? It's not the fact that women want to be better than men. It's so no, not at it's all. simply equality for for all, and as you say, that would benefit everyone in yeah. in multiple different walks of of life. Yeah, certainly. Do you think some men in like high positions see the term feminism as like a way to kind of bring them down from power? That's um, well, it must do. I don't know. Yeah. I've never spoken to yeah. any of those men in high positions of power, but that's just them being yeah. miseducated and misinformed. Yeah. Um, and I think at university, this is the com- this is where we need to have these conversations because the privileges exist and they'll continue to exist, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so having conversations with people that are potentially going to become um, in those high positions of power, but if they recognise the issues that are surrounding that and they accept that that's a privilege they have, then maybe some sort of like dismantling can happen. Mm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Start stamping it out early, kind of. Yeah, it? And that's, that's and what you, you have to infiltrate from the inside. Yeah, really, and that's just like um, women can stand and stand in solidarity with each other and fight against the oppressor. Mm. But it's about involving the oppressor in yeah, yeah for sure in the conversation because that's the only way you're gonna have any success. Really. Yeah, no, agreed. It's almost like if. Like a teacher can tell you to do all your homework or whatever and you might not listen. Mm-hmm. But then like some of you, if it's an example, then your mates take, take the lead and think, yeah. oh, I'll do it. It's, you kind of learn off them. Or you're yeah, more likely definitely. to learn off them, aren't you, really? Definitely. Um, 
so, so yeah, m- male action's important, and that's kind of what we wanted to do, this type of thing. Um, Alf, you touched on, like, radical feminism. I yeah. know there's, like, a few different types of feminism. Like, could you explain to us and our viewers like, what they are? And yeah, so yeah. the feminism that we align with, mm-hmm. and that should be the only type of feminism, is one that's intersectional, which means that it's um, it recognises that class, race, gender intersects, well, class and race um, intersect with um, problems surrounding gender. So um, I'm speaking from a position of privilege as a white, cisgendered, straight woman, um, whereas so someone might consider my feminism to not be representative of people that are like more like deserving of like fighting for their cause. Yeah, yeah I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That didn't come out right, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so you have to be intersectional and inclusive to everyone um, in like your fight for gender equality. Um, and that's the only acceptable form. Anyone who excludes trans um, people from mm-hmm. feminism who are known as TERFs, um, that's not an acceptable form of feminism and that's one at FEMSOC that we don't engage with. Mm. Interesting. So, sorry, Fish, were you going to say something? No, no, you go ahead. Um, yeah, so I just want, we talked about what we might discuss on the pod earlier and um, one of the things was at the start of the year there were spikings and yeah. um, case of, of sexual assault and assault on women um, that obviously were just completely unacceptable at the start of term, both in Sheffield it was reported, wasn't it, but also in well, across the country, yeah. yeah, you've got these cases of just injections and spikings yeah, and very scary. um one of like the nationwide um kind of schemes to kind of campaigns. prevent that yeah campaigns to prevent that was the girls night in which was i believe it was a wednesday i think which kind of was fitting with everyone's sport of the uni of sports night so what did feminism did the femsoc have any like involvement in the girls night in or yeah how did actually you participate um, in that? our committee member chloe ran the Really? Ran the Sheffield branch of the Sheffield Night because it yeah. was renamed to make it yeah, more inclusive. Yeah, there was one for every yes, city, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. More or less, yeah. Um, yeah, that feels like a long, long time ago mm. now. It was a bit of a mm. crazy period of um, not enough's being done. Mm. To Obviously, the problem was so apparent, mm. but the problem hasn't gone no. at all. It's um, probably a bit less reported, hasn't yeah. it? I well, think that's what it is. Two questions on this. Why do you think there was a noticeable change after the pandemic in these this increase in spikings? It's hard to yeah. it's hard to know. Um, this I was speaking to someone about this, but I can't remember. Who. Mm. But this happens every September. It happens mm. every year when yeah, people I've come back that, to uni. Yeah. The rates of spikings unfortunately do increase, but it was just like crazy amounts yeah. and the fact that it was nationwide it was and like those injections and yeah oh really scary but yeah um, you, sorry you're right to this yeah it was it wasn't just a girl's name was it did get renamed to like sheffield, sheffield night in yeah because yeah. obviously men should be definitely encouraged to participate in as well but we, we were the problem but we were the problem i, I just can't fathom i know it, it is unfathomable to to us why they would go through your thought process yeah. to, to, to do that to someone whether it was because People hadn't gone out for ages. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the behaviours. I don't. I have no it's idea. It's more like a. I yeah, could never it's even. Like, it's like a psychological study, isn't it? Like you'd to see why people are like after the pandemic, whether it actually had a, like a effect with that. Have, like 
you you think so many people were kind of locked in in a way for so long, and then they kind of came out of this and just went crazy. And yeah, but why it they can't just It's obviously not justified. Yeah, 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 yeah like, I'm not saying that's the thing is the thing is we exactly. there isn't enough education surrounding mm. what is acceptable. Unfortunately, what is acceptable yeah. and what isn't acceptable, especially because there was two years pretty much yeah. of like first years and second years who hadn't been out. Yeah, yeah. never been yeah, clubbing. True. That, that um, showed people creating mosh pits in yeah. Raw and stuff like that. What's that all about? Yeah, I know, it's crazy. So to, if there's two year groups and also the rest of uni who haven't been out for yeah. bloody ages. Yeah. So I think it wasn't on people's brain about how to act appropriately in a club, especially when alcohol's involved. It's, yeah. And it's like there should have been more, and there should be continuously more education surrounding... Um, consent specifically yeah. mm-hmm. um, about how to act, about supporting your friends, mm. um, and I think that's just been lost a bit, which yeah. is unfortunate. Do you think the education, like, there's enough education at the minute? Because I remember when I was at school, like, there used to be a video of, and it, this was probably to the extent it went. It was like an analogy, like a, say, tea a tea bag, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the classic, and that was it? like that was like probably as far as it went in mm. terms of like consent videos and things it's like that yeah, it was just literally. a video of a cup, making a cup of tea and it was like do you want don't, if they're drunk and they don't want a cup of tea don't give them a cup of tea is what it said like, I'm going to liken that to if you watch Sex Education yeah. 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 Do you remember the scene where they kind of show two different? Um, they get all the um, boys in like one room, the girls in one room. Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah. Um, sex sex education. education. And yeah. it's kind of like it kind of carries on from that theme. Like the education is just like you get told one video and that's it. And you're just. And that's when we're what, like, like fifteen. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like when why does it why do we think as a society that that education mm. should be for one hour on a Tuesday afternoon? Tick, you've had your consent, yeah. you've had your so sex tick education. Box yeah. exercise, isn't it, really? The education yeah. centre is in their curriculum, just it just ticks that box. Yeah. yeah, we've done that. Whereas I think it should be that. a continuous thing. Yeah. And at university specifically, we have them like so many people, so many sports clubs, so many societies that you can easily access and give education or just open the conversation about yeah. consent because mm. it's not limited to. Um, a woman having to consent, like it's a man should be able to consent as well, or yeah. like any gender should be able to consent. Mm. So, I don't know. I think that needs to be. That was something that we were quite passionate about last semester, and hopefully, mm. we'll continue it this semester. Yeah, it sounds like you've been doing that with what you said about like the talks of the f- sports teams and stuff. Yeah, because like yeah, uni. That's like the place where people are, are not living with their parents anymore. Like things regarding consent are probably going to be more like prominent at uni. Yeah, like these scenarios that come up with the people. So yeah, it's obviously important to. People, to keep on educating yeah. at uni. People need to hear it, don't they? Because we were talking about like the alpha male characteristics, like the top of the pyramid type of thing. But um, like you, when you when you get like these big groups of lads together, um, and it's kind of that's like people they're just like alphas, just wanting to kind of impress their mates for some reason, yeah, don't they? And, and, and in doing like so, that involves trying to get yourself a trying to get yourself a girl, which like they some somehow they think demonstrates like a. An example of like how tough yeah. that how cool they are, and like. that's the sort of behaviours that need to like be diminished. Really. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. What well, um, obviously, like a lot of people uh, believe in feminism and like uh, support it. So, like, what actually got you into researching and like exploring feminism? Um, I think it's hard to pinpoint. Mm. I think I've always been quite an outspoken person. Yeah, and um got a younger brother so it's always been like no I need to be the same as him and they shouldn't be treated differently and whatever yeah. it's probably everyone has that it's probably mm-hmm. like that sort of thing but then 
I don't know, maybe in college I read a book, I studied a book mm. that like had a lot of feminist themes. It made me want to like, discover it more. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to... Have you got like, any inspirations or role models that you kind of listen to, watch, read? Um, I think just like strong figures mm. that like my mum, my grandma, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I don't know, there's, I think just wanting to read more about the feminist movement and mm. um, reading about its problems and reading about like different times during the feminist movement. Um, I don't know, I think that's probably where one it of my from. One of my modules last year, I didn't take it and I wish I should have done, I wish I, I, wish I did, was a feminist uh, module. Um, so I do philosophy and I'd done I'd done like bits of feminism with like Simone de Beauvoir and things like that yeah. back in um, back in year twelve and thirteen, but then yeah. I never I never took it up last year, and I wish I, I wish I did. Um, just kind of opened my eyes more, and it's yeah. and it's it's an interesting topic, isn't it? Just at the yeah. end of the day, like, but there's so many resources. Like, yeah, there's so much yeah. like, podcast, everything. If you like a podcast, um, Jamila Jamil, she does one um, called I, I Way, way isn't it? Yeah. so good, and she gets yeah. such good um, guests on. Like, she had one with Jane Fonda and. It's so good. So nice. maybe listen to that if you want to add a new... After podcast. you've listened to this, listen to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the first. Cool. Um, I did have a question. Yeah, um, quite a personal question, but what's your, um, what was your first like, kind of experience of injustice to women, or do you remember kind of something that made you think that's not fair, or...? I think there's so many things that yeah. are unfair. Um... But as I say, I am a privileged mm-hmm. woman, um, so I don't think my the inequalities that I witness are like I don't know. Obviously, it's valid, but I think more so for me, I look at um, people that like should receive a fairer um, place in society, and I think that's where like my feminism is like fighting fighting for others. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds really yeah, yeah, like yeah. silly. But um, I think that's why you're president. That, ang- <laughs> that, um, that angers me more than things going on in my own life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. That's cool. But what do you think um, in your like day-to-day lives, or what do you notice at university that is like that you think there's an unfair? Mm, that's a lot. I think I live with a house full of um, well, four boys, four girls. Mm-hmm. I live with at uni, and a lot of them experience a lot of things especially on nights out yeah so they've they've said to me on many occasions that after nights out walking home or stuff or yeah. even just in the day from after uni they'll be on the end of like catcalling and stuff like that yeah and they're just yeah. it's just like why like yeah i'm literally just gone to the shops so it's 10 a.m in the morning i'm coming back and some guy in a van's just like yeah well let's be honest the like, fact that i didn't say that when that happens to me and like yeah. things yeah. like want being scared to walk home and things or like Having to call a mate yeah. to say I'm, or text him whenever yes. I get home, yeah. the fact that I don't even well, recognise that as, shows as being just how yeah, big a definitely. problem it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. A, isn't there an app now or a um, service line in London that you can like call oh, and it's, lights out or something? It's called. There's one called Strut Safe. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I think so. Um, there's another one as well. It happened after that. Um, I can't remember what happened. Uh, so yeah. yeah. After that, and it obviously it caused a massive yeah. um, another movement, but. Yeah, there are apps like that out, yeah. which there shouldn't have to be that. Yeah, but I know. Obviously, it's brilliant that there is. That's the biggest but thing for me, going back to your question, is that um, Charlotte, our housemate, when she's back from work, she finishes on like a late on like a Thursday. Yeah. 
and it's always an Uber or because mm-hmm. she, she, it's not she doesn't consider walking home. One time she ran out of charge, didn't she? And we went and walked and met her mm, and walked back yeah. with her, didn't we? And it's uh, it's just like it's baffling because I can't believe that like you, that still has to be considered yeah. for, for women in twenty twenty one, twenty two. And I think like Sheffield has a because we live so close and we go out on the SU and we mm-hmm. I live in Cooksmore, like really yeah, close. Yeah. yeah, you have that false sense of security. Yeah, it's just like, like it's, it's just a straight road, road, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of occasions that you'll you'll be with like a group of girls on night out, or either your housemates or whoever you're with, and you feel like like you're gonna walk them home because you don't or they don't want yeah. you to walk by themselves. There is or, a service. Um, I don't know how much you know about it called. Well, it's the women's minibus, but it's not just yeah. women. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, and they will drop you off, and mm. anyone can use it. I've never seen. Uh, do you know many people that use it? Because I is went. It parked, I use it on Saturday. Is it it's parked. Oh, really? Isn't it parked on uh, the art yeah, car park? Yeah, so if you go out the con- yes, basically if you can say to a bouncer and then I think sometimes the the driver like waits and then ex- escorts people back or you can get escorted to the minibus so you yeah. go under the concourse and it's in the arts tower. Right. Um but I helped a girl out on Saturday and took her back to Encliff yeah. and then But if you want to do that as well, oh I'm just telling you all the information. <laughs> um if you want to like if you need to walk someone home, like if they just want to go home and you don't want to leave them to walk home by themselves you can give your U card to the bouncers yeah. on the door. Just say, I'm just walking my mate home, I want to come back. Um, oh, really? Yeah, give them a U card. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they'll always be sound with it, but yeah. I'm sure you can go and get someone else if, if they don't know. Yeah. Um, and then you can come back. So it's not like you shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to have to, I want to stay. Because I, I always felt that. I was always like, I'm, I'm going to have to go home for good now, even if it's like half yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to keep dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Stay till lights on. Yeah, every time. So we've got. We were talking to some of our, our friends last night, and and they were asking. Well, we were asking them what type of stuff that um, they kind of want to listen to. And one of the yeah. things that they said, which I thought was maybe quite fitting because Valentine's Day is coming up, is the question about who should pay on like a first date, and okay. and, and things like that. So we um, th- there was mixed mixed responses from them. I think some of them ex- wanted to get paid for. Some would obviously offer, and some would want to pay. So um, yeah, what 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 would you what would you do if you were on a first date, and um, or what would your thoughts be towards that? I would split it because we're students. Fair. No one has any money. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say yes, like, and it's not just, a matter of yeah. Of if you want to go on a what if they insist? If they insist, how would that make you feel yeah. if they insisted? I feel like fair play. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I think it's just splitting it, it just works best. Yeah. It? Yeah. What would you do, Alf? Uh, yeah, I'd offer, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'd offer, and then it'd be like, no, nah, that's all right. Split, will you split then? Yeah, but like, well, well, are you sure? They're like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how about you get the drinks, I'll get the food, and then we'll just do the same again, and then we'll yeah. like swap it next time around. Oh, so yeah, that's true. Exactly. How about you get it next time? Yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah we'll use that one. Yeah, fish, when I take you out for dinner, fish, on Tuesday, then. <laughs> You get the drinks, I'll get the food. It's Monday, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. I think it depends on, like, the situation or, like... I don't know. It, I don't think it's, like... Emas- not a it's not emasculating answer, it? to yeah. say, actually, I don't... Mm. I'll split it because, yeah. I don't know. But if you want to pay for it and you have the means to pay for it... I think that's yeah. what I'd feel. I'd be, like, I'd feel guilty for having them to pay for it if I know they're a student with no money. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just me it's not a big deal you shouldn't have to you sh- your company should be enough do you know what I mean you shouldn't have to try yeah. and impress with, with, with a bit of money yeah, definitely yeah. Yeah. 
Um, going back to what you were saying about um, like the inequality within fem- feminism, like so, there's people. Um, you were saying like you're more privileged than other people, mm-hmm. and then going back to like education. Do you think that like th- those people are like getting worse education, therefore they're more the inequality is greater, or do you think it's just what like? What do you mean? Like so, when you were saying like um, the inequality between uh, that you're more privileged, yeah. Um, these people say people that are getting worse education. Do you think like the inequality is getting bigger because of the worse education? Do you know what I mean? Um, no, because like I we're at university, yeah. and, like the people at our university have a good education, and you're putting on good yeah. talks for them and making a positive impact it's for not, them. I don't think it's about education. No, do you not? I think it's about um, institutionalized <clears throat> structures that inhibit people from accessing the education that we're getting. Mm. If you know what I mean, if people don't. So say if people have, um, someone was from, I don't know, if someone was a person of colour and they didn't feel like they could access the same opportunities that we've been given because we're white, um, that can inhibit their access to education. Do you you understand? Yeah. Their access to education um, that we just take take for granted. Yeah, almost similar to things like white privilege in in terms of, yeah, in terms of race. And that intersects with feminism so much like, yeah and that's something that you always have to consider yeah because it's easy to say like when you show support for other movements like the black lives matter and things like you, you do have to take where you are into account yeah, isn't it because definitely. you can you can sympathize and you can but ultimately you've never been in that position yourself yeah. do you so it's, it's difficult to kind of talk and and generalize when you can't uh, experience or yeah sympathize with exactly. certain groups and things exactly. like that isn't it so that's it's just recognition of privilege. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably one of the most important yeah. things, isn't it, when trying to touch on important issues like feminism and mm-hmm. racism and, and all that stuff. Yeah, certainly. One thing that we were talking about before is that strikes are currently going on, a mm-hmm. union ne- as of next week, and as far as I'm aware, one of the biggest issues is um, gaps in pay still between yeah. between genders. Why do you think that is still such, a, such an issue? Because what makes a man more qualified to do well mm. nothing but why is it that there's still this perception that a man's more qualified to do a job than a woman and as such gets paid more time old question yeah isn't it, it is and I, I can't understand why it's still why it's still a thing um there's the well the reason for like female anatomy the fact that women often have children mm-hmm. um which means that they often go on maternity leave yeah. and then that can inhibit um a woman's abilities like progress in a company whereas a man often well paternity leave isn't like a big enough Mm -hmm. thing in this country um so they that gives them the opportunity to like further progress in their career whereas it might change a woman do you think that's like the correct so what's it now is it a man gets two weeks paternity leave is it is it more i can't remember i think it is do you think that needs to be changed i think yeah yeah, as in the man should get more yeah. time off. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because it shouldn't be left to, left a, to the woman. Yeah. To so, a woman. Yeah. Um, but I think those that's kind of evolving. Like I think that attitude is evolving. And I think companies, well, big companies, hope, I don't know. I'm literally, mm. I, don't, I don't know for certain. But hopefully the structures are kind of changing yeah. a lot more and people are a lot more vocal about it. But the fact that these strikes are happening mm. because... Well, for a magnitude of reasons. Yeah. But um, like a lot of staff at the university aren't on permanent contracts, mm. and a lot of this is impacted by 
um, like female members of staff who are going to be going on maternity leave in which they like their contract won't last well, you know over what, not them cover that or something yeah. like that yeah. something like that but Chelsea women have announced the football team have announced um, like a change to their like contract structure in terms of maternity leave so I think I think previously it could be wrong but their pay was slightly different if they were to go on maternity leave whereas I think it's now like I, I, I'm not reduced rate is that what you're p- perhaps but they, they, they've changed something basically so that so now they're getting like for a the better, better rate yeah, yeah. Um, or it's been inc- maternity leave has been increased um, mm. and afterwards as well I think something like that but they've done something good yeah that's <laughs> I don't know what it is well done Chelsea, I remember, Chelsea yeah. Yeah. going back to that kind of like um, talking about um, differences in like maternity rates and being able to be paid Going, like big companies can obviously afford to do all of that. Yeah, like they should be able to facilitate that, one hundred percent. But you look at smaller companies that maybe don't have the financial, especially during the pandemic. I'm not saying this is a reason for this, but going, um, say, a small company has suffered financial, and they are now being told that their uh, maternity rate has to go up, so they now have to pay one hundred percent of the wages for yeah. that whole period. They they have obviously lost a worker. They're having to pay someone for all this, which they should. Yeah. But they have to now employ someone else. Yeah. yeah. So that their costs have now doubled because of that. Should this be um, the company that should pay for that, or should the government have like some kind of system that can facilitate some company? Because obviously this company yeah. now may. Yeah, it's got to be government intervention, really. Yeah, that hasn't it? Well, yeah, it's because it's yeah. like it's not going to happen with the company, is it? Because, no. Yeah. And then therefore they're not going to hire. Or they're going to have to make mm. like that person redundant yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but whether our government would do that is another question. Well, to be fair, like they probably much of a question to no, be fair. It's not. But actually. like, um, if you look at how the furlough scheme was implemented, it mm-hmm. could just be something like that. But but because it would be like a literally a fraction would. of the uh, furlough scheme, wouldn't it? Like but what I'm saying is basically large companies can afford to do so, mm-hmm. and they should have contingency plans in case, like not contingency plans, but plans in place so they can afford to do this whenever this happens. But smaller companies can't afford to do that. They like especially during COVID and just in general, they can't afford to do this all the time. Yeah. Especially if the maternity rates of pay should be increased and that is done by law or whatever. Or if even paternity rates increase. So there needs to be some way of affording it. Yeah. In a sense. You can't like But we have we things. have a shambles of a government <laughs> that don't care about their country a lot in a lot of in a lot of ways, so I don't know. I think that's an a- amazing idea. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Maybe that system does exist to some capacity. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I just think mm. that's a future. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, May- there might actually be some kind of plan that. Yeah, might be I don't know. I'm not 100 sure. Yeah. So yeah. What I said might not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, <laughs> That's a few minutes of it redundant. I'm going to find out yeah. in a week. Somebody's just on like, their phone Googling. Yeah, going, right, by the way, that exists. Yeah, going back to the last episode, I don't want to cancel because of misinformation. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so. uh, what you were saying, Alf, we were speaking to some of our friends yesterday and um, yeah. it's sort of along the similar lines but we were talking about like uh, contraception mm-hmm. in the UK. Like, What's your opinion on that? Because like... Um, the, is there a, a male pill being? They were saying there's a male pill being. Well, first of all, should, thing. should women paying for a thingy as well? That's that. yeah. Well, 
women, like the pill mm-hmm. and any form of contraception that isn't condoms mm-hmm. is for free. Oh, I meant, oh sorry, I meant tam- tampons. Oh, oh tampons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're two different things, yeah. contraception and yeah, yeah, period yeah, yeah. products. Um, well, no, mm-hmm. because it's a, like... Yeah, it's a natural like, thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally your anatomy. Yeah. Um, and the uni does have a lot of, like, free... Um, yeah, I've seen them in. I've products. seen them in uh, male toilets, uh, tampons in the uh, bottom floor of the SU. Have you? Yeah, there was like a metal oh. box of them. But the number of like girls and women around the world that, uh, um, what's the word? There's like period poverty. Is well, yeah, that? and they don't go to school. Not even around the world. Probably in like Sheffield, mm-hmm. who don't go to school for certain number of days because of their period yeah mm-hmm. and they're like shamed because of their period yeah that's such a and shame and it's just it? it's horrendous that that even exists but it does go back to like the pill like if if they i mean the girl said that there was a male contraceptive pill but it's so like strange that it, if there is then i have no idea do you know what i mean yeah like, I, I i don't know what that I is i don't know if if it um made it to has market has it been like rolled out yeah, yeah. No, i, I, don't, I, don't say, I don't think it's, like it's not mainstream they, at all yeah is it? Like, because um I'm not 100% certain on this, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't made to market because um, it didn't make it to market because it gave um, men headaches or something like oh, that. Really? It was yeah. like something dumb. Yeah. Poor yeah. 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 It was like a really dumb reason when if you look at the, yeah, the female, the female contraceptive pill and all like the problems that are associated with that, yeah, um, yeah it's very oh, silly. There's been reasons why like, COVID jabs, COVID the, Oxford, uh, been rolled out. the Oxford vaccine got... Uh, under 30s because of blood clots isn't it but it's like a 0.0 yeah well, I don't want to share a, information no, but, but, but it's a higher rate <laughs> yeah for the pill for the pill yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if there was a male contraception if there was a male contraception pill I would I would take it like, yeah yeah a thousand percent like, there's a, we'd have absolutely no right to say we wouldn't take it when females take the female pill like it, should, it just wouldn't be fair would it yeah like? no. But there's like multiple forms of contraception that can be used and then if mm. if that doesn't like if it isn't used, like the con- condoms should always be used. Yeah. Practice soup sucks. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. So how long will we be going? Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five, yeah. Cool. It's Is gone it? fast actually. Yeah, it has. I've enjoyed it. I really want some headphones on. <laughs> Why are you still oh, feeling yeah, a bit yeah. left out? Do you want you mindful can, like the last time? Because it helps you like hear, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, are you struggling to hear? No, no, I can hear you. How, how <laughs> is your ear? Yeah, you, really, you had a bad ear, didn't you? My ear is fine now. Yeah, it's yeah I had a really bad ringing for about two days. Passed on oh, to us, uh, you saying yeah, you really can't bad. hear really. Yeah, I had a, uh, I've had a uh, ear ache this morning. Harry Daniels can't hear at the moment. Ooh. Maybe it's some sort of thing passed around. Without headset, I can't. Passed around. the zone. Oh, wow. Really? No, you've been you've been sharp as. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So then, <laughs> what type of stuff are Femsock up to this term as we're starting the new term at uni? This term, what are so your plans? Tuesday we had a bit of a social, get like get back to uni and have a few chats mm-hmm. and stuff. Nice. And then I think next week we have a meeting about LGBTQ plus feminism um, by a couple of our committee members. Hopefully it's in the diamond, like just downstairs near the big work rooms. Yeah. So there's like big tables because we used to do it in a lecture theatre because that was like the only available room for mm. the compa- like number of people. Mm. But it felt like you were just doing a day of uni to then sit yeah. in uni again. Yeah. And I just yeah. really like it. Because um, we want to like involve discussion mm. as much as possible. Yeah, for sure. And talking actually is just a bit clear. So yeah. um, we've, got, we've got a few collaborations with different societies as well. We've got one with um, Sustainability Committee. Nice. So about like, feminism and climate justice and how much they're interlinked with each other because it's a lot of the time 
um, women who are fighting for climate justice. Um, we also have another collaboration with... Um, why does my brain just go blank? I've literally been planning this for like two weeks. Like all the meetings, like sorting yeah. out the calendar and stuff. Maybe longer than that. Um, but we have a collaboration, hopefully, with... Brain's just literally gone blank. Some big things coming up in the so pipeline. So many big things. Yeah. If you follow the Femsock Instagram account, you'll see it all there. Yeah, what's your Instagram account for um, our listeners? Do you know that one? God, I'm... Oh, I can't Feminist that. sock. Is it's that? like Chef Uni sock or... Chef Uni Feminist Society. Oh, I should know that. I'm literally the president. It's of Chef <laughs> Uni Femsoc. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, go on yeah. and have a that. That'd be nice. Actually, yeah, good um, um, point to say then. If you are interested in, obviously, the Femsoc yeah. at, and you're at the University of Sheffield or have been interested in any topics or affected by any topics that we've talked about today, either obviously me, uh, message us or message yourself on the Instagram yep, page definitely the Femstock, and if you're not yeah. from the uni of chef but like the feminist yeah, feel free. society get involved at your uni yeah we've got yeah there's so many there's so many active yeah. feminist oh, societies yeah. across the country definitely um get involved because yeah. it's important isn't it mm. in it yeah <laughs> yeah definitely um anything else we want to get off our is there anything else you'd like to say jessica yeah, um, questions for us I'll have a quick mention about the strikes a bit yeah. more. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. the fact... Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, because on the 2nd of March, there is a national um, w- student walkout. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll be all the unis across the country. There's a big um, rally in London. Um, the SU have agreed to host a Sheffield rally. Um, so hopefully it's a bit poor timing, to be honest, that the NUS have done this on the last day of the strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and on a Wednesday where no one really has uni because it's like yeah, it's sports yeah, day. Yeah, literally nobody has so, uni. but yeah, hopefully there'll be um, a high turnout and we can show that we're like annoyed so, yeah. at, at our uni experience, which obviously COVID's had a massive impact. But, but the fact that we pay so much money for something that we don't necessarily receive, mm-hmm. and obviously even like things like this that we're doing right now yeah. wouldn't be possible without paying money but like it's the amount of money yeah and at the same time yeah. I've, I've had three years at uni where i've had at least three or four weeks of strikes per year so wait what is like the, what's yeah. the walkout for um so the walkout is for um student like the student experience not being good enough mm-hmm. in terms of mental health support as the value I was for saying, money. yeah the value for money um the fact that um the fact that all these strikes have happened yeah is because universities aren't listening Listening, to the staff yeah yeah um so something that we at femsoc and other societies um at uni are really trying to push is that students need to back these strikes because if we don't back these strikes then this is going to keep happening every year Mm. yeah every year every semester you're going to miss uni Mm. and it's really annoying but that's the point that like staff are trying to make it annoying so that students students get angry and then students can't get on board and um, then these the universities um, finally listen. Yeah. Where is information yeah. available on for this um, campaign? Well, yeah. hopefully it'll be coming out more across the next few weeks. So FemSoc will definitely be distri- distributing it. I don't know. Email your lecturers yeah. if you're interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what the SU are going to be producing about it, but the fact that they said they'd um, support the the walkout that means hopefully there'll be some sort yeah, of information yeah. i think i'll be out on the concourse handing out flyers and yeah. um stuff like that but hopefully 
we get it more there's more support for it basically because then we just can carry on with uni and not have to strike miss yeah, all our lectures yeah. Yeah. which is really annoying because we all attend our lectures anyway so yeah every day <laughs> we don't miss them yeah, every 9am Thursday morning. Yeah, we're all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a great one, is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, anything else you want to add? Um, Have you got any questions for us, maybe, or not? I'll put you on the spot. So. Are you going to come along to Femsock on Tuesdays? What time? Seven o'clock. Yeah. In di- in the Diamond. In the Diamond, yeah. workroom two. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll be there on yeah, Tuesday. We'll yeah. Okay, I'll hold you to it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 sure yeah. But also no commitment, so it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, thanks a lot for coming on then. Thanks yeah, for having me. And I hope I really it, I've, I've learned a lot, and I hope everybody else has learned a lot. And I've enjoyed. On me. Yeah, same. yeah, I like this. So thank you very much. It's yeah, yeah thanks enjoyed it a lot. On. I'm really um, happy to have come on. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks a lot then. Yeah. See you next week. See you. Sweet. See you next week.